So just start so the start damn talking. thing. Gee. Since when when in the last handful of times have we done this? Have I done a formal open for the podcast that didn't come 40 minutes into the podcast here? Do you guys not understand the secret sauce of how I do this for you yet? That's a good point. Do you not That's understand who I am? It's I true. need a haircut. It's true. You do need a haircut. You need a haircut. I do too. You look like Kramer. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he does. He's got to go to a, a beauty salon this time. Though. A salon. Your mother won't let me go to the barber. They kept. Are you going to Novu or whatever? He's. Uh, no. What's it? What is it? Oh, oh Salon Rouge. Salon Rouge. I used to get my hair done there. Yeah. In college. But he has. Yeah. To, he says it like that. You have to say Salon. Is this Salon Rouge? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The the, the bar. The barber shop took the took the wave out of my hair, as your mother yeah. said. Ricky said they were using like shears Use, and thinning using, it, thinning it on the top. So then it was, was just falling flat. So yeah. we don't need that. I don't want to lose the curls. Your mother would be disappointed in me. I like the idea of Dad just getting the Howie Long flat top by accident after all these years. <laughs> I'll be okay. Like I said, hair always grows back, but you know we'll see what Salon Rouge has to offer. Are you going to the your Martins? <laughs> yeah that one yeah. yeah you know what matter of fact i'll probably take a martin's donut in there while i'm in Salon rouge can you that do whole that hair always grows back uh <laughs> yeah i was gonna say kiss my ass that's a good point sorry about that my bad His it does grow back just back. in patches right yes. right not the way you want it to grow back yeah. No, the way a poorly manicured, like municipal golf course fairway grows back. <laughs> Pretty much. It's exactly right. Point it's of exactly Vista. Right. Hey, we have a big announcement uh, today, don't we? We've got the we got the homies and got the homies in the chat here already today. Mike Noble, Rob Holmes, Lori Brusco, Kathy Angelo, Bobby C. Dad, um, did you see in the chat someone asks if you can pronounce their name? I want you to do it. Oh, right here. Oh my god. Ooh. Wait, I need my glasses. <laughs> All right. It's not because of the name. Let's it's see. Because he can't see. Uh-huh. Yeah. Irf Irfan Neymudin. Irfan Neymudin. Neymudin. So Irfan, let me let us know how but we that's did. Neymudin. Neymudin. Okay. I like. I like how you're trying to pronounce it like a new, like a new, a new fee. Like he's got a very Neymudin. Let me know how close I am. I think it's. No, I don't know. Yeah. Always the greatest fear, Mike. And Mike, you know this when you get in a booth to pronounce the name correctly because mom's always watching and you want to get the name right. Yeah, I mean, listen, people don't have much in this world besides their name, so get How that many right times for them. We, we get Gallic. Gallic, yeah, Gallic. yeah. But man, you do a Utah game and you have this a lot of the Samoan players, and you're just like, wow, it's uh, it can get tough, that's for sure. But you got to do it. Woo! Hello from Germany. All right. Wow. We're, we're international. All right. <laughs> All I think of is Oktoberfest and beer. What was the hardest Brian, sports name to announce? Brian wants to know. There was a guy uh, from Utah. He was a running back. I, I can't remember his name right now, but it was a Samoan name, a long, tough name. And I actually, in the open, I said it. I said, because he was one going to be one of the star players of the game, and he was. And I said his name in the open, and I said, Mom, that's for you. 
I said, because from now on, he will be referred to as number six. And that's what I did that the whole game. I said number six, but I got his name right in the open. That was uh, Albert Obuekunam, the tight end from Missouri that plays for the Denver Broncos now for me, where after the first time around and the even the SIDs, because they always know, they're like, everyone just calls him Albert O. Yeah, so. that's what you look for. You look for a nickname. And the best thing, because a lot of times you get a pronunciation guy, but those can be wrong. So the new thing now is they have all the players say their name, and you can you can access that from every college team, and you'll hear the player say his name, so then you know how to say it the correct way. How did, yeah. how did you pronounce but, the last name of the Navy coach? Ken? Oh, Niamatololo. Niamatololo, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well done. Mike, you had him last before I did, before he left there. Well, he's he's an assistant. Uh, he's he's an somewhere ad, else now. Somewhere an advisor or senior advisor or something somewhere now. I, wa- I want to say BYU. Maybe? UCLA, maybe? BYU, I thought it was UCLA. I'm not sure. Ken Niamh. Ken Niamh. Tola. Tola? Niamh. I didn't hear, we, didn't hear, we didn't hear back if I pronounced that correctly. No. Yeah. He's gone. They, yeah. I like oh, no, Lori says. UCLA, he's the director of leadership, which honestly, most yeah. of the time I would scoff at that for Coach Ken. That actually he's is great. a place where it is a very fitting role for him. Chris, there is Lori says you're doing the show without a hat. Very nice. A rare sighting. How about yes. that? I know. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, Thanks Brian Bomster's actual question was the hardest sport to announce names for. Uh-huh. Got to unquestionably be hockey because you yeah. have the highest yeah. congregation of Eastern European names. And as yeah. the play-by-play announcer in hockey, because the action's constant, you can't look down. So you've just got to right. know the names because everything's always flying. Hockey play-by-play is fascinating to me. Got to be the hardest, right? Got to be the hardest uh, to do, I would imagine. 17 oh, yeah. uh, consonants in a row, and for some reason, right. it spells it's Chuck. Yeah, How yeah, yeah. Yeah. W's and H's yeah. can we form into this word? All the rules go out the window for pronunciation with the hockey names, yep. that's for sure. Yeah. Well, let's get to it. Come on now. All right, Mom, this is uh, this is your show. Welcome to Sorry in Advance, the Golic Family Podcast. Um, my name is Mom. What are you what? So, so you're acting like this is the first time I've done the intro like this. Fine. Mom, floor is yours. I can't do anything right today. No, no. Well, I just, I threw my hands up because you said this is your show. I was like, why is this my show? Oh, I forgot you're on delay. All right. Uh, welcome to Sorry in Advance, the Golden Family <laughs> Podcast. My name's Mike. These are my parents. This is my sister, super producer Mikey A on the ones and twos. And we are here today with a special amount announcement. Mom, I said this is your show because this is a big announcement. I feel like coming off of the wedding of Sydney, that was your Super Bowl, where you famously drunkenly tweeted, I'm the Bill Belichick of wedding planning. I, like in I the middle of dinner, like, I feel like. She did, in, yeah. Oh, in the I middle so of the reception. Of she came up and showed Ben and I the tweet in the middle of dinner. I'm like, are you going to yeah. Like, yeah, because she was hammered, that's why. It was drunk Yeah, because if mom be. smells a half a beer, she's yeah. wasted. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. I got but, drunk at dinner um, and then sobered up. So, yeah, 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 you did. So th- this is this is one uh, that's about Sydney. So Sydney, go ahead. Yep. Wow. <laughs> I'm pregnant. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. So the, 
the amazing thing is, is all the wonderful people that are watching and those who will hear this on the podcast are all going to be like, oh, my God, that's so fantastic, Sydney. And then there's the people that actually know Sydney that that go, oh, my God, no way I can see Sydney as a mom. So like that's, ev- uh, everyone in college has to be like shook, like the people I yeah. went to college with. <laughs> Because that's the Have thing. We're all associate, we're normally associate you with college, but you're 28 now and you've been out of college for seven years or so and you still act like you're in college. I, oh, no, I, no. I'm better than I was in college. I was going to say, how does Sydney act like she's in college? She goes to bed at 8 o'clock at night. She acts <laughs> like you guys. I oh, went from college true. to like 60-year-old in a span of I, like I guess the, I guess in the way of, of not being a responsible person. Because you're due in the middle of November, and we feel that that was planned a little bit. Because that's about the time your mother and I come back from South Bend. Then you have a built-in night nurse. Mom, could you come watch your grandchild? I'm so when tired. I, when I tell you it was absolutely 100% planned that way, we looked at the calendar and we were like... If we do it right now, it would be due when mom and dad get back. And like, of course, I'm going to need your help. You're there for like six, seven months. So we nailed it. (laughs) Mom, that's why why I said this is your show, because this is essentially going to be your baby. Yeah, right. So true. I'm going to drop it off at your house in November, and I'll pick it up in June when you guys leave, and I'll see how she's developed. I thought you said you were going to pick it up in 18 years. Yeah, <laughs> I love how you're going to be a mom, and you referred now twice to your baby as it. it. I'm going to drop it's just, it I, off. I just found out a few weeks ago. It's just I feel like I said it for such a long time. I'm still working well, on. We have we have a picture up there for those who are watching with pink cookies. So it is going to be a girl. girl. We're going to have a little granddaughter here. Mm-hmm. So we're very excited about that. Payback's yeah. a bitch. Sid. Yes, Ooh. it is, Sid. I oh, I man. can't tell you how much <laughs> for for Jake's kid. Jackson, I hope Jackson just just is an is a tough nut as far as school is concerned because Jake was awful. And Sydney, a, a, I just hope your daughter nut. in life. A yeah, tough, tough nut. nut. <laughs> and Sydney, just in general, that your daughter will act like you and you will see what you put us through. That's fine. You get to deal with her half the year, so you can teach her how to <laughs> act how you want her to. But we're not her. We're not her parents. No, we give her back. We are for six months. They get to drop her back <laughs> off. It's not. It's not how parenting works, Sid. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Are you? Mom and Dad, have you guys learned nothing at this point? My kid. Sydney always wins. Sydney walks through life with the Midas touch. The baby will sleep soundly through the night. The baby will come out speaking English because it's got at least half of Ben's genetics and hopefully his whole brain. True. And at the end of the day, you will 100% be around all the time to help Sydney with anything that comes up. So she is always the mastermind. She is always the winner. She is. She is the mastermind. There's no doubt about it. Oh, I, 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 I love Ro- Lori's comment. Oh, another credit card holder in the family on the Pappy credit card plan. <laughs> Damn, that sucks. <laughs> so I mean, the real rub is the baby's going to be like him. Her and Jackson are both going to be on the cell phone plan that we are all going down with. <laughs> until mom is- we got to figure out a way for mom and dad to leave the cell phone plan with me and the will so that we can just all stay on the same family plan we've been on for like 17 years. That, that is I was gonna, unbelievable. 
I was going to ask if you knew what you were having yet. Is it a platinum card holder or how is that? Working? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's, she's born like, right into that. Yeah. She's born into a black card, I would yeah. think, right? Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. born in the Centurion Lounge on her way yeah. to Diamond Medallion status. <laughs> Look, she has standards. I'm going to raise a daughter who has nice standards, nice high standards. And I think that's oh, how you my. start. Oh, my, oh my God. God. So how was the first trimester for you? Yes, people will want to know. Fucking awful. Whoever says pregnancy is beautiful is so fucking full of it. it was, <laughs> I blacked out for like six straight weeks. Like weeks, like Wait. six to what? I was gonna say, tell everybody how you're, what you ate, and like how you existed for the first two months. Well, but we weeks, were still there. Weeks, I was crushing it i found out as early as you could find out and then like six i found out literally when i was probably like three or four weeks pregnant and i was crushing it i was like this is this is good and then like six weeks hit and weeks like six to like 10 or 11 i was just like a fucking bed monster like i didn't leave the bed i i ate bagels for like i think i've like ate, eaten over like 100 bagels since i've been pregnant uh I eat bagels she I she slept. joined the re you joined the rewards program at einstein because i have she the rewards program i got like a free half dozen for mom after like a week of joining because like ben started getting bagels too they know me by first name now the owner is very excited i'm having a girl um, but yeah first trimester was not good uh slept a lot gagged a lot never threw up which was good but uh yeah your body goes That's through some weird right things impressive. yeah yeah, I, yeah. It, it was awful though i had like the day-to-night nausea so i almost wish i could have just thrown up to get like some relief but no it was a fucking nightmare for like six weeks and then i started feeling better like right after mom and dad left so <laughs> perfect timing lucky mom yeah yeah, yeah. yeah mom how was the first trimester for you yeah it was not great. I, you know, I got the daily update. Oh my God. I can't get out of, of bed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so tired. Uh, I can't do I anything. Which to be clear is the same text messages Sydney sent when she was not pregnant. Yeah. Exactly <laughs> right. There was like, there was like a week span where I, it unfortunately felt like when Jake and Jenny were visiting where I think I was awake for maybe four hours every day. Like it was like the weirdest thing. I would wake up at like 8 a.m. I'd be awake until like 10 and then I'd go back to sleep until two. It was very, very weird. I did not like it at all. Uh, they want to know what was your go-to order at Einstein? Um, I have it in the fridge. It's a honey whole wheat bagel toasted with the honey almond schmear. So just <laughs> a lot. Do of you ever deviate? Any, any deviation? Um, sometimes I just get a plain bagel with butter. Um, sometimes I get so a sausage, egg and cheese. So here's the weirdest thing about the pregnancy to me is because obviously we've gone through this or you've gone through this, Chris, decades ago. But and there's always, you know, you shouldn't eat uh, sushi oh, yeah. or this or that. When and you have to deal with this now, Sid, when did lunch meat become an issue? When, when can't you get lunch meat, processed lunch meat at the grocery store and have a freaking sandwich? I ate so much Subway when I was I mean, it's, Sydney. Look, I don't that understand That makes so it. much sense then. <laughs> it makes so much sense. I don't, I don't know when it started happening, but it's like, 
It's like the number one thing. Like my doctor was essentially like, you can have anything except for deli meat. And all I want is a goddamn sub. Like that's all I want. <laughs> like, <laughs> that nice amazing. juicy cold cut combo. Cut combo. Uh, <laughs> I eat three every day. Dad just slipped up and said it. I want to know what people find more unpalatable when sports fans who have never played a down for a team say we when things happen with the team or when a husband says we referencing the pregnancy about his wife. Honestly, even as a pregnant person, I think when sports fans say we coming from someone who like you guys played on a sports team and like Ben played on and like I just fucking hated when like. The fans are like, oh, we did this. We You didn't fucking do anything. Sorry, like, you can be a fan, but, like, you didn't do anything. Like, I'm sorry, we, you did not, like, have a say it. Or you didn't do anything. They didn't technically, the dad did something. Yeah. Yeah. We did. That is true. We do use we, though, when we're talking about, like, Notre Dame. We say we. I know. We and I, I know. And even then, like, I don't love it. No, I, I, I do try no. and be cognizant of it because I recognize yeah. what Sydney is saying. Like when the current team goes through something like I, I didn't do any of that. It is we, when I refer to the university, because we went there, we right, paid tuition. Right. Well, we didn't pay tuition there, but you know, we went there. I give them money back now as an alumni, like all those things. It's, it's kind of part of you, but I yeah. do have to check myself. Like it's not a, we with me and the team anymore. I don't even know half those guys. Yeah, no, that, that is like, true. Yeah, you didn't do anything on the field. No offense, like you can be a yeah, fan and yeah. stuff, but like you weren't a part of that. I don't know. I've always felt very strongly about this. And yeah, yeah. Now I'm happy Brian saying Brian saying right. Sid's going hard in the paint today. She's just she's racking. Yeah, on Brian, people. I'm constantly gaining weight and I'm hot. I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> hey Mikey, hey, we're gonna get to you while you have a Michigan hat on. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, you, uh, your time is coming. But let's go back to the deli meat. Some people are saying if you heat it up, is that true or not? Like if you heat up the deli meat, does it? So Ben looked up an article. We have the because I was fighting with him because I really wanted a deli sandwich, and so we looked <laughs> up like an actual like scientific paper about it. Right. And because I was like, oh, I heard if you heat it up that it's fine. And I guess it can o it only when you heat it up kills like 50 percent or like 70 percent of like what could be the hazardous thing on the deli meat. So it's not like fully safe, I guess. Can I ask a question? Do you really want a deli sandwich or do you want a deli sandwich because you're being told you can't have a deli sandwich? I truthfully think it's both like. I am very, I'm a very carby person right now. And so like the idea of just like a big fucking sub, like filled with cheese and, <laughs> and meat, like sounds so good. Like I'll see like a Jersey Mike's commercial and like have a mental breakdown because I can't, I think it's split. I think it's 50, 50. I'm not sure. I'm not well. <laughs> I, I love the fact that for most of my pregnant friends, like my friends' wives who have been pregnant, who I've known forever, all they wanted was like a margarita or a glass of wine by the end of their pregnancy. Like I thought some of them were going to have a stocked bar in the operating room. Sydney, would you say right now your craving for a deli meat supersedes any desire to drink alcohol? Um, I've been craving 
because I have them all the time out here, a margarita, really bad. I would love a margarita. And I've also oddly been craving like a white glass of wine for some reason. But I would say like... She's she's classy. She's sophisticated. I would say... No, the baby, not you. Yeah, the baby. (laughs) The baby's got quite a palate already. Born with airline status and demanding Sauvignon Blanc. (laughs) (laughs) From the French region. Yeah, Sydney's baby is going to be born sending the bottle of wine back to the kitchen because it doesn't taste like what she ordered. <laughs> Look, you're supposed to so, have standards, right? So, Sid, um, I know it's a ways off. We wouldn't put a camera in there. Can we put a recorder in there when you're actually giving birth to the child? Mike Dub. No, because- <laughs> Yeah, absolutely not because I am going to be so mean to Ben, and I don't want any of that recorded. It's for like the show, I'm gonna. Though. I would feel so. I would feel so bad having that. Re- like, absolutely not. No. No. How about no we one do needs this? To see that? No one needs to hear that. We How about we do this? We record it, and then we give you final approval on whether it can go public or not. That's true. That's what the NFL does. They record all that stuff, and I think teams usually have final say in what hits the air or have yeah. some sort of say. Maybe yeah, but those people aren't shooting a watermelon. <laughs> Maybe it would be good like, for her to hear how she treats others. Yeah, too. yeah. Maybe it'd be a cathartic moment. You're gonna yeah. choose when I'm crowning to decide how I treat others. Like the most painful thing of all time. Oh, you should have really treated Ben better in that situation. When when I was giving birth to Jake, I got to the hospital very close to when I delivered. I remember the nurse coming in and saying, "Could you keep it down a little? You're scaring the other mothers down the hall." Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah, your mother didn't respond. She didn't respond kindly to that. Yeah. Let me just let me just say that was that was the one because she got in too late. Right. She had the epidural for Mike. We got in too late for because Jake. it was Christmas and your mother was trying to not have a doctor come in if not need be. So she did a lot of it on the bed, writhing in pain. We got there <laughs> too late, too late to get the epidural. So she had Jake natural. She had her her hand up my shirt scratching my chest and belly and i couldn't say a damn word about it he had to just take it I, and, and then the nurse walks in and tries to tell her to keep it down and I, i'm looking at the nurse going are you fucking kidding me she's giving birth and you're telling her to keep, keep it, it down? down i mean what are we doing here oh my Mom's god I quartering made that dad like mel gibson at the end of uh yeah. <laughs> i'm trying to yell freedom <laughs> sydney any chance you want to go natural no, absolutely not. I want to be as drugged up as possible. Like, okay. there's, this is not the time to try and be a hero. Like, everyone can do it differently. Everyone has different birth plans. It's never going to go how you think it's going to go. Like, I'm sorry, you know it's what? just not. You guys, you guys are talking about this recording, and I just picture that Sports Center commercial with Dwayne Wade and me and Sydney just going through it. She'd be, her being like, "It'll be ready when it's ready. Take ready. that yeah. out. Take that out. <laughs> take that out. Now you know fade wanted, in there." You know what? I would love. I will absolutely not do it. But like, what if I could take like smelling salts when I'm about to push, just to give me a little <laughs> extra like rage, you know, to like get it out. <laughs> like, That's a great thought. Allowed? Ben, be there. That's ben, the be there. And pop a salt. <laughs> Yeah. Right before we go yeah. out in the field, Lori does ask a good question because this always came up when I was doing the show at ESPN. Oh, I know the answer to this. I was always south of the border watching, and Lori wants to know, is Ben planning on being north or south 
of the equator for the birth. I think I know this too. Yeah. Ben's going to be a freaking doctor. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he's so south. He's going to be, he's going to be, so he's going to want to, he's yeah. going to want to deliver the he'll baby. Be back I think. In, he'll be back and forth. Like he'll come up and I'll yeah, get him right. and he'll probably like go back down. So <laughs> I think honestly I think being she... south of the equator would be more pleasant than being with me up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture him saying things like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. 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 Oh, like, so, so, so why did you do that yeah. technique yeah. there? Yeah. 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 Sorry, South Italy, though, he'll, he'll probably South. be like asking them questions. Like, yeah. it'll, yeah. yeah. We'll be legitimately helpful. Like most dads, I'm sure at some point, like doctors direct them when they need them to do something. Ben, they're actually going to be like, scrub in dog. It's game time. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how it'll yeah. go. Yeah, that'd be sure. pretty cool. South of the equator is just going to sound like a baby crying, and north of the equator is going to sound like this. <laughs> oh, God. Corey in the group said he had to be taken to the emergency room when his wife was in labor with their second child. Oh, my God. Holy what shit. did he do? Yeah. I mean, did you fall out or what happened? I was like, going to say, is he like one of the dads that passes out in the OR yeah, and then yeah. wakes up and they hand him yeah. the baby? Like, wow. Wow. I came oh, close. Love. I came close to passing did out. Did you really? I got yeah. woozy. I got woozy. Oh. Were, did, were you north or south of the equator? So it was a C-section. Oh. So okay. I was. Yeah. So yeah, there's, yeah. The, okay. there's the the screen. So yeah. I'm, yeah. they're like, yeah. yeah, you won't be able to see anything. What they don't tell you is with the lighting and the plastic masks, everything is reflected. So the doctor asked me a question. Uh, I turned and I saw. Oh, everything. <laughs> and I was just like, um, what were you saying? <laughs> what were you saying? I put my head down because I, I saw insides that you're not supposed to see. I <laughs> <laughs> can fuck a person well, you, up. Yeah. My wife can. just texted me from the other room, you're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. my god. That's so great. Corey said he passed out because he was dehydrated. Oh. That's interesting. Okay. He needed an IV. Yep. Yeah. Did, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. All right, so we'll follow this along. So yes. How far are you along for everybody to, to I'm to almost know? halfway. I'm like 18 weeks. So. And you're due when? November 18th. November 18th. Just in time for us to be back. Yep. yep. You guys, after Notre Halloween, you guys got to wait. At Wake Forest, It's they're away. They I already <laughs> planned it. They're leaving after Halloween. So they're not allowed to change it. Wow. <laughs> we wow. need you. Uh huh. Oh, stop it! Oh, don't act like oh, we need you, mom and dad. We she's, love you so much. When we get back in early November, she's gonna be so mean to us. Oh my god! The final weeks. I mean, yes. Goodness. I'm just. I I know you won't be mean. I'm just gonna carry Hank around because you won't be mean to me if I'm holding Hank. That's true. Ben will have been living yeah. at your guys' house for like two months. Yeah, later, that's so. exactly oh, yeah. right. Why does the house look lived in? Well, Ben's been here with the dogs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah, Sydney's Sydney, going to look like when the devil takes over a house when he's inhabited a body in an exorcism movie. <laughs> Everything's just like a dark shade of red, and there's just a bunch of screaming and random door slamming. Wow. Yep. All right, that's good news. All right, well, yep. we'll keep following along. Yep, 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 we will. All right, we will. Can we get to the story now of uh, Mikey A., why you're wearing a Michigan hat with a bunch of Notre yes. Dame people here? Yeah, uh, kind of so bullshit this is, is that? Yeah, uh, listen, you'll 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 understand in a second. So this is in protest. 
So uh, my nephew is a D1 lacrosse player. He's very good. And he went to Fairfield and things didn't work out and he entered the transfer portal. And while we're all college football fans and college sport fans, we all, my brothers, my family, we all kind of have different favorite teams. Somebody likes Miami, somebody likes Michigan. But the one thread that weaves us all together is we all hate Ohio State. All of us. We just hate Ohio State. We do too. Where do you think that kid just signed to play lacrosse yesterday? He committed to Ohio State. So I wear this in protest. He is dead to me for the next two years. I will not root for my nephew. I don't care how much I love him. Wow. He went to to Ohio. So I wear this in protest. It has nothing to do with you guys. Where else was he considering? Do you know? Uh, there, a lot of uh, Rutgers wanted him. Delaware wanted him. Uh, I, I, I tried to get him something at Notre Dame, but you guys were too busy winning some national championship or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess you weren't recruiting at that time. But yeah, yeah, a lot of, a lot of places wanted him. Okay, and yeah, he picked. So. Wow, congrats! So you're choosing, you're choosing college over blood. Wow, that's something. Yeah, well, it's it's more of just you you knew the hatred. You knew the hate. You no. shouldn't have yeah. no. taken that visit. You knew where yeah. Mike the only reason I'm surprised is I thought the Stu Gotson you would be strong enough because listen, while last year was a bit of a down season for Ohio State, Nick Myers has generally had that program in a pretty good place over, you know, most of my adult lifetime once they went D one out of club. Like them and Michigan have both been on the come up lately in the Big Ten. And so I wasn't sure if you were gonna parlay this into access like I think early in the spring they'll play in like the um, they'll play in the shoe they've played after the Ohio State spring football game before and stuff. I thought you were going to parlay this into some access for you. Um, I access is not where I want to be at that particular school. I don't think. Wow, that's re- that's really hatred. that's really yeah. deep seated hatred. I, like I am a Yankee fan and I am a Jet fan and I hate Ohio State more than I hate the Red Sox and I hate the Patriots. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's saying in- a lot. That yeah. is impressive. Like, I, like mom, dad, sitting, I don't know for you guys. I like, I, as a player, like now covering it, it, it I guess this is the, the thing is we've all worked in and around sports or been around sports for so long in so many different ways. As a college player, I hated Michigan as a Notre Dame fan. I hated Michigan and I've gone out to cover them a bunch now. And as I've done it, I'm like, Oh, like Ann Arbor is actually a nice little college town. They have a lovely little campus here. I had a good time walking out the tailgate lot. Like I still think the big house is slightly overrated just because it's so wide going back and it doesn't go high like some of the better stadiums. But all that aside, like I still definitely, if Notre Dame is going to, when they start playing them again, I will hate them on that Saturday. But like it didn't stop me from wanting to go around and get access and go and learn about some of the places on their campus. I don't know if it's deeper for you guys, but I've definitely felt myself soften. Well, oddly enough, I always never liked, nor did my brother Bob, Ohio State. And we were from Cleveland. And we were being a big-time recruit. If you weren't interested or going to Ohio State, you were kind of shunned. And we had no interest. Bob obviously went to Notre Dame. And I said this, if I didn't go to Notre Dame, I'd have gone to Michigan. So I'd have been hated even more by being an Ohio guy and going to Michigan. I, I liked Michigan. Um, so I, and I, I did, I disliked USC. So I, I never, I never really had a problem with Michigan when I know Mike, you guys had a real hatred for him. 
Mike and Sydney, was there ever any doubt that you were going to go to Notre Dame? Did you flirt with any of the other schools that maybe would have caused some friction? No. Literally not I mean, at all. I, I was like in the early – I committed so early. It was before I even went and really got involved in the process with other places. Like The only other offer I had before I committed to Notre Dame was UConn. It was like – you know because recruiting back then, this was 2006, 2007. So it wasn't like it is now where you've got offers getting extended to middle schoolers the way Lane Kiffin made popular. Like it, was, it wasn't as – professionalized of a process back then and so I committed very early for that time period and it was a couple weeks before I was supposed to go and do all the junior day visits to like Michigan Nebraska a bunch of the big 10 schools that once I committed I was like all right I don't want to see any which in hindsight I should have tried to play the game still and just gone and gotten some official visits at other places but I I knew where I wanted to be somehow Mikey, yeah, the coaches would. I would talk to coaches, and they would say, "Listen, is there a shot at your kids to recruit them, or are they kind of locked mm-hmm. into Notre Dame?" Because you know you want to be fair and not string somebody along. And I said, "Listen, I mean, they're not guaranteed anything. They still have to get the scholarship offer. And once they did, it was over. And you know, then the schools could go on and then do their own thing. But I tried to tell them they could, you know, go anywhere they wanted except for USC. That was that was not." not going to be in the cards, uh, but, uh, mm-hmm. um, and then if they yeah, went Sid- to the USC, you'd be wearing, you'd be wearing something just like I am. <laughs> be wearing a UCLA hat, right? Yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Sid- Sydney went, would have went to like, you know, she, the- she said she had no backup school. She said she was going to go to Tunksis, Mikey. Yeah. She, she'd have went to DeVry did, yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. going to go to Every- community college. Yeah. Yeah. And live in our basement. She yeah. said that she yeah. goes, if I can't go to Notre Dame, I'm going to just stay home and I mean, yeah. after living out here and seeing how good the swim programs, like Arizona would have been a solid choice yeah. to go to in terms well, of swimming. You went, and- yeah, you went and trained when we went or out there and during a break when you before you went to, to college, went and trained out there. Some some great swimming schools out there, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. If if my daughter ever thinks about <clears throat> swimming, I'd be like, oh, right. stay in Arizona. Yeah. You could be tan uh, forever. So there's something say, appealing knew, about an outdoor pool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I can say who knew a place where you could swim, train and be outdoors year round would probably net you some pretty positive results. For yeah. sure. That's right. Your, your daughter's grandparents will be, will be brainwashing her to Notre Dame. So no worries there. So, <clears throat> so listen, Best before be we get Harvard, to, so. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. That, that could be That's the safe, safe school. school yeah. yeah we'll a safety safe school. school. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So before we get to any uh, anybody uh, or would you rather's, let's you Mike, you mentioned the middle schoolers and Lane Kiffin, the big middle schooler, not even a middle schooler, is a grade schooler, baby Gronk. Uh, I, I'd be curious to everybody's thoughts on this ten-year-old who is making the rounds, and the dad is really leading the charge. The dad has actually said that he's programmed his kid, and this was all planned before his kid's birth, and he's programmed him calling him the greatest fourth grade football player in the world. They're, they're all over the <laughs> that place. That sentence is, is so is, comical. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it boils my blood. Quite, not the kid by any stretch, not the kid. I was gonna say, look at all, him risen up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I wonder what that costs them to get done. Cause she's, I mean, she obviously has a price for everything like that. I don't think it costs. I don't think that costs anything. I, I think, I think in general, what we've seen around this, because dad's right, there is the core problem, which is the dad and the videos that we've seen recently of them going on a podcast where the dad's just 
feeding the kid answers and it doesn't look like he wants to be there and he seems kind of miserable with it and all the stuff about programming that's really unsavory. And I've seen a lot of people talk about the schools that allowed this to happen or someone like Livy Dunn, like most people like Livy Dunn exists in the social space. So if someone's got followers and can help out, like those people collab all the time and do that stuff. That's not surprising. These schools recruiting has just become one online war for clicks and the kid's got 300,000 followers and is a little bit of a wave. So once one school does it, we see all the time. These are just copycat schools who are, going to ignore how obviously cringy this is and just understand that right now before it gets too late they can get some easy clicks off something that someone else is already doing the thing that i hate is that this dad is setting this kid up who's 10 years old to be so woefully disappointed probably in how it all turns out for him because there's a good chance i don't know what his dad looks like genetically little his dad's five eight yeah, there's a little. good chance he's this kid doesn't turn out to be big enough or fast enough or like it's easy to be the best 10 year old like i mean there's just some it. yeah and the kid is nice as hell by the way oh he, he is but yeah. there's we we found that there's kids that just get it early yeah. like they could run circles around the other kids because they just for whatever reason the sports just clicks with them yeah. like they they're just genetically you know but I mean, when he turns 13 or 14, he's liable to tell his dad to fuck off yeah. and like, <laughs> I'm done with this stuff. Like, well, that, that's going to be interesting. Is there going to be burnout yeah. uh, with all of this? Because we do live in a social social media craze. And, and and I don't blame for trying to take advantage of that, that from the kid side. Well, there there could be a fun way to do it yeah. without like carrying well, it as far I, well, as this I, guy's I, carrying it. I guess it's, it's this thing is it does not seem like, and this is based off the dad's own words. There's been Ari Wasserman over at The Athletic did an article talking to him. There's been a bunch of pieces. And the dad says, I had this plan for him before he was even born. That yeah, I was going so to sad. It. like, like there doesn't seem to be a lot of choice here. With a lot of kids on social media, you grow up with a device in your hand sooner than ever. I got Twitter halfway through college. These kids don't know life without it. So I can understand a kid that gravitates towards social media and wants to do something there. While we can debate the effects of mass internet washing over you from an early age for an entire lifetime, at least some of these kids are making the choice to do that. Livy Dunn is a person who made the choice of how she was going to manage her social media. These other college kids, doesn't seem like this kid had much of a say in it. And that podcast, I know we're making a lot out of like, three minutes of audio and video that we saw but to go along with everything the dad said it just seemed like a dude that decided i couldn't do this he said there is a realistic chance this kid doesn't make it to college doesn't make it as a pro because he doesn't grow because he gets injured along the way and the dad's whole thing is i want to set him up which just sounds like he's mortgaging this kid's childhood to try and capitalize on the most marketable period they could have because of how viral this has gone and that's the part that sucks is like you said mom it's burnout it's the effects of all of this and the feelings it's going to endear on him from other kids who are going to go up against him that aren't his fault in this clearly so that's the part is that just doesn't seem like it's one thing for a parent to want to support their kid when the kid shows an interest or wants to do something it's another to have it go this far at such an early age in a way that feels uncomfortable and exploitative i guess i hope too that the the outside world you know all these people he's reaching out to close the door on it like do that kid a favor well, and don't it, don't feed into it, it like 
It reminds me of the LeVar Ball thing, because I know when I was at ESPN doing the show, we would not put him on the show. You know, now his kids were older and two of them turned out to be excellent basketball players and making a ton of money. Uh, But LeVar was just so bombastic. I wanted no part of that. And, And this is years ago. We're in a different part of social media now. You wonder if there are still going to be entities that are going to put this guy on to get themselves clicks because you'd love to see that door closed and that guy not get any more play. But I think that's impossible to happen nowadays in the social media world. There'll always be somebody. That's what I'm afraid of. Yeah, but I think this stuff also turns over really quick. And I'm just hopeful this latest video was so gross. Yeah, was. It was. I feel like it laid this bare for a lot of people because you see for people that didn't see it, they're filming a podcast and the dad keeps stopping down and feeding the kid a different because the kid's giving normal 10 year old kid yeah. answers to stuff yeah. and responding the way a normal 10 year old would be. And then his dad's making him say weird borderline gross stuff and having the podcast host re-ask the question like it's full blown like like Kardashian level manipulating of the chessboard. Right. Sid, you plan on being a helicopter parent like that? Fuck no. That's gross. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just <laughs> there sad. It like that's it is. Just clear, it's, sad. it's clearly a dad who wasn't happy with the way his own life turned out in terms of athletics, so is trying to pin it all on his kid. And it's sad. Mm-hmm. And I hate it. it. Um, <laughs> I mean, imagine trying to coach that kid. Imagine being oh, like a middle school coach and just no. Like, oh. no, what's no, thank you. Like this, no, it's disgusting. Yeah. Oh, could you imagine? I'd love that. And that, that's what I wonder too. That dad on the sideline or in the stands, oh. what he's got to be like. Oh my do God. We, do we know where they're from? Florida, right? Dallas, Dallas. Oh, Dallas. Dallas? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which like, again, that's a place with a lot of intensity yeah. about yes. football. Like yeah. if that's it the thing is this isn't super far off from things that are already pretty common. Like in places like that, football is a religion that people join very early. And the dad said the kid plays five sports. He does other stuff. He said he might be a better baseball player than he is a football player. This is just someone who's really good at marketing who operates the way I think a lot of parents do when they feel like they've got an opportunity for their child to accomplish something that they didn't like the part that start to feel weird is like the kids eating just brown rice and salmon. Like he's 10. Like I didn't start doing that stuff. The dad walked that back and said he eats other stuff too. So I don't know. And I guess, I guess that's the thing is, unfortunately, this is the, like, I always quote the Vonnegut line, you are what you pretend to be after a while. Yeah, the dad's yeah. going to get caught up in that here pretty yeah. soon to where maybe, and like, we, again, we've got limited windows into this. This all happened because right. of a viral TikTok that someone else posted. And that, like, sparked all of this. Like, within this, it might be closer to the median than normal amongst parents that are a little bit of a helicopter sports parents. There's a lot of parents pushing their kids too far too soon to try and do sports for one reason or another. This guy just also pairs it with someone with a background in social media marketing who's pretty good at this, but the end result is still something that does not make anybody feel good. And maybe that's good that we see in some instance how the sausage is made, not only in sports parenting, but also some of the stuff that goes up online. Yep, it's true. I mean, we, make we, had, 
We had plenty of overbearing parents like that you guys had to like Ben and I are petrified with the type of parents that we'll probably have to deal with when our kids are in sports. But like yeah. we had overbearing parents like when we were growing up, but like social media just wasn't a thing. Like I'm sure some right. of those people would have. I think it, it makes every, you know, when, when I see that, I look back and go, oh, my God, was I anything like that? You know, not, I, I, and there was no social media, but was I an overbearing sports parent? I hope you guys say no, but maybe I was. Oh. I don't know. No, no, I like. Go ahead. What? No, I was going to say overbearing sports parents were the parents who stood behind the goal when Sydney was in goal and like tried to coach her, who were not coaches or or like next to the ref or something. I'm like, I'm 11. Like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're playing Avon rec soccer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's overbearing. We found the soccer parents were the worst. Yeah. Because because our kids played every sport growing up as well. And without question, the soccer parents were the worst. Horrible. Yeah, because they thought they knew. Yeah. When I was 14, I was a um, like a $7 a game referee for girls softball for 12-year-olds. And Uh I had to have a grandfather thrown out because (laughs) he called me um, the C word. He yelled at me. Oh, my God. 14 I was. Oh, my God. No. That's what he yelled at me. Because I called a strike. Wow. Yeah. That's an overbearing parent. Wow. Well, there was a a dad on Jake's travel basketball game that got thrown out (laughs) regularly uh, for yelling at the refs. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, His kid was a good player. Good player. Good player, but the dad just just could not shut shut up. up. Oh, my God. Yeah. Brutal. No, I can say, you guys were never that as sports parents. I didn't, it, it didn't make me think like, Cause I was trying to think about this and trying to see if there was any way to like rationalize this. If there was something I'm missing. Cause when everyone's all in agreement on something, it's a pretty rare thing. Like this is bipartisan right. disdain that people have for this dad. Right. And the one thing I would say is like, we were content very early on in our lives and we didn't really have a choice in that when dad was doing the show. Right. It was, right. Hey, if you do something funny, we're going to talk about it. And I mean, we're, you know, between, I guess Sydney was probably like eight years old, between eight and 13 years old and got people yeah. coming up to us in the street when they're seeing dad asking us how practice and stuff was because they know all this stuff. But to me, and maybe I'm splitting hairs, but there's still a difference. Like we were never told you're going to do this for content. We were never told, hey, you need to say this thing or go out and do this thing to make something funny for us. So I do feel like there's a difference of that to where, you know, like, yeah, we had our lives broadcast in a way that's definitely abnormal, but it wasn't curated just for the camera. No, it was just life happening oh, and then yeah. talking about it. I mean, it. Sydney soccer, and they had a state championship team, but you guys were 11 and 12. We 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 called it, we called where your mother and I sat, Switzerland. Yeah. We wanted no part of the parents. We just kind of- Ben and I and the, always uh, talk about how we're going to be yeah. like that. The like, only time the I ever- yeah, yeah. The only time I ever went off on a parent was when he said something to you after a goal or after a save or something. And I just turned around and very politely said, if he ever did that again, I would punch him in the throat. To, I was a I fucking mean, he nice was, goalie. What did he have to oh, say? Oh, yeah. You were. You were. You were a really good goalie. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was loved it too. And Jake or Mike would be at the game. They'd go stand there. So nobody, because there'd be parents that would actually stand behind the goal where Sydney was and coach her huh. as the ball was getting kicked there. So when Mike or Jake were there, they would go stand behind the net and just dare any father to go stand by that net. 
Oh, it was hilarious. I don't, I don't remember any of that. I must have just blocked it out of my memory because it was too embarrassing. So oh, it's crazy. <laughs> I, can't, it's crazy. I can't imagine how uh, intimidating my prepubescent mustache was to those dads. <laughs> I remember there was there was one game Sydney blocked a blocked a shot with her face. Oh, that I mean, hurts so bad. I mean, core memory. Just yeah. took a square <laughs> one off the grill, and and you know she's tears are coming out. She's crying, and the coach goes, the the coach goes out and says. Do you want to come out? And she was like, "No, my brothers are here. I can't yeah. come out. <laughs> I can't come out of the game." <laughs> I'm like, "That's Great. the influence I'm looking yeah. for right there." Yeah, would have been called a <laughs> till the end of time. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Am I allowed uh, to say that? On here? Yeah, well, you who did, knows? So yeah. You did. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, David Cohen uh, wrote in the chat. Um, ooh, this is an interesting one. First. Brian Bomzer said some youth leagues are making parents officiate games as punishment for that kind of stuff, Mikey A. Oh, so wow. Turning That's it around bad. on them if you're an asshole and saying you got to come yeah. out here and actually walk it if you're going to talk it. Yeah, oh, that's just I what like you want that. a guy like that more involved with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> How quickly he's throwing up the yellow card yeah. to the opposing yeah. team, huh? dog cussing some kid out there on the field yeah. so that's hit or miss there david cowan says i'm a youth pastor and have been thrown out of games my youth were involved in oh well, no uh, my brother in christ let me tell you about another leader who was misunderstood by the masses and persecuted for his efforts <laughs> well done oh well done God. oh okay oh man oh by the way um uh other point of business we have to get to mikey a uh how is the world yes. of jets writing going for you if anyone yes. missed it yeah. mikey a now writing for a to z nfl covering his new york jets got an article up here talking about the uh national writer has a grim prediction for the Jets season so mikey yeah. how we feeling right now bill barnwell's got them finishing fourth crushed bill barnwell sorry bill um yeah so <laughs> yeah it's been crazy man it's something i i always kind of wanted to do but never really had the opportunity and uh a to z reached out to me and yeah putting out uh putting out a lot of content a lot of opinion how Not often do you write write an article how often uh i probably do about four or five a week oh wow a week. damn oh, Brian i didn't know it was that much okay oh, yeah. four or five a week yeah wow i didn't do that in damn. school <laughs> yeah, it's it's not it's not easy. I mean, I came out like gangbusters in the first few weeks because I had all these right. pent up takes that I had. Yeah, to yeah. Right. And now all of a sudden we're in like middle of June, and I'm like, and they're not going to do mini camp next week. What the hell am I going to yeah. say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's Is awesome. Is the Jets not holding mini camp a yeah. terrible idea? In this yeah. day, I will. Thank you, Bill Barnwell, for one of five this week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's there awesome. Go. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. A to yeah. Z Sports, New York Jets page. Check it out. There All you right. Go. There you Check go. Check it out. Check them out. Give Mikey A these clicks. Mikey also uh -huh. um, joined the rest of our family uh, in not attending a Taylor Swift concert, but went to a Taylor Gate before the concert at MetLife. Mikey, you told me about this. Explain what went on to my parents and to Sydney. So, yeah. So, a friend of mine is a, basically a professional tailgater, and they were going to Taylor Swift. And they wanted to go over the top. So um, they they needed to create a menu. So I reached out to Mike, who, Mike, thank you for that. You were amazing. And they came up with this menu. I have it on the screen here. And everything is sort of a pun around Taylor Swift. And it was probably 
Mike sent me probably 20 text messages with dishes that could be Taylor puns in two minutes. Like his fingers couldn't type <laughs> fast enough. Uh, I mean, almost from Philly cheesesteak, Taylor's favorite chicken tenders with honey mustard. Uh, what's Mike, what was one of the ones that you said that was fantastic? Um, what is um, let's see them nips? Why is that a thing? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that one. That one is, uh, but yeah, I'm like, sure we can figure it out. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, let's see them nips. Yeah. Let's the see them nips. Taylor's version. Oh, oh no, is Mike on? Uh oh. Yeah, Mike. Uh oh. We lost him back. Okay. We got him back. We got him back. He's back. Um, yeah, so it was uh, one of the. It was it was probably one of the. I thought you guys would be very uh, proud of all of the uh, the puns. Um, the ice cream shake it off is great. Uh, He's gone again. Ice cream shake it off. Yeah, that's all right. Um, that's all right. <laughs> what was one? Of, uh, I see now. I can't think of any of them because uh, the pressure's on. Yeah. See that? There you go. I'm dealing with Mike. Well, that that was there right in go. Mike's wheelhouse. Uh, yeah. I can't yeah. hear you guys again. Yeah. Hold on. Come on. Stop. All right. Well, while he's uh, trying to get back, we can talk about the golf tournament coming the, up. Talk about the shirt. Right. Because some people were asking about that online. Right. Right. We have a shirt. We're going to put some things. We're going to have some silent auction uh, items Item. online uh, that you can bid on since we know everybody can't can't be at the event. Again, it's June 25th and 26th right here at Notre Dame. And we'll put them on social media <clears throat> so yep. that people can participate. So we have shirts. We have other things that we're going to put online to buy if you'd like. And again, the money goes uh, to the Gola Family Foundation. And uh, this tournament, we're helping four different uh, entities in the South Bend area. Uh, so that's coming up. But we just wanted, knowing everybody can't be around, we wanted everybody to have access to it as well. I saw somebody asked about, because you have it on, did the size seem to... Size fit well. I wear an extra, an extra large. large. That's an extra large, and, and it fit me just fine. So yeah. A large should be a, a yeah, large. Yeah, like the, 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 the sizes hold pretty well. Yeah. Uh, it's a nice shirt. It's got some substance to it. So here we go again with the ways the yeah. ways to get about them. What are the web the, the websites? Oh, uh, we'll t we'll post the our okay. uh, right. the Golic Family Foundation Twitter, <laughs> right? And we'll put it we'll push it out on our social Twitter, media. Instagram, and everything. Yeah. We'll, we'll get it out. So you have ways to to participate and help out uh, our foundation while also getting something for it as well. well mm -hmm. uh, so we, we we appreciate anybody that gets involved there as well. Yes. That's coming up soon. Yep, that'll be not this coming weekend, but next, next weekend. Yep, so, next Sunday. So keep your eyes open yep. for the live auction and for the shirt. Yep, we'll get all the info out on all our social media pages, Twitter and, and Instagram and such. Sid will put it all out there for me. Can you hear us, Mike? Yep, I'm back. Sorry. Hey! Excited to and now we don't. My list of um, Taylor Swift menu items that I sent Mikey that I accidentally closed out of the window. Oh, okay. God. Nice. That explains oh, it. God. Did he yeah. read you them or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah we he read it. The time is we passed. Yeah, yeah the, so. it's over now. The moments have gone. Yeah. Okay. What do we do now? <laughs> I'm going to do a would you rather, and this is a pregnancy would you rather, or really I a post-pregnancy. I had a feeling it would be. After, after the, the child is born, Sydney, uh, would you rather have a baby that eats well but does not sleep well or sleeps well but does not eat well. Sleeps well, but doesn't eat well because my mom always said the baby's gonna eat eventually. Like it's it's gonna happen. It's not gonna just not eat. So mm -hmm. I mean, wow. I'm also wow. not a mom. So 
I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but no, I mean, <laughs> as someone you know, who's a but you answered correctly and yes, values yeah. their sleep, I would much rather get a full night's sleep or as close to so I can be the best version of myself and then we can work on the eating. That's your way, Mikey, too? Mikey A? That's how you... <clears throat> it's not even in question. It's it's sleeping. Like, I, yeah. I miss sleep. My kids were not good sleepers. They were good eaters. I would be very, very happy with just a little bit more sleep. Yeah. Sleep deprivation is the hardest thing. The thought of Sydney with a baby that doesn't sleep well is horrifying. <laughs> It's really horrifying it, to it's me. It's horrifying to Ben and to your mother. Yeah. That's who it's horrifying to. Yeah. Ben said he will legitimately die if he has to do all of the work. Like he said he will literally pass away. So Dude, you're having I... this baby. You're having this baby and he will be a couple of months into his second year of med school. The amount of work he still has to do, if you shoulder him with all that responsibility, can I, we're coming for can I the credit card this, is getting cut this, up. I want to make this very clear. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> you don't. You don't even know, bro. Um, I'm so excited. I know it's gonna be hard as shit. No one has to tell me. Oh, just wait. Just wait. I know it's gonna be fucking hard. I have so Jenny's a mom. My best friends are moms. I know it's gonna be fucking awful. But like, I've always wanted to be a mom. I'm genuinely looking excited. I'm like excited to be a mom. So I'm gonna take care of the baby. I just want mom and dad's help. Like. 75% of the time. <laughs> well, she's honest. Yeah. Give her that. Honest about it. We've got that 25% that she's willing that to shoulder. That she's willing load. to shoulder yeah. the load of. Well done, Sid. Yeah. You know what it comes down to? Ben and I always talk about we love the type of parents you are. So we just want you to be involved in her life is what it comes down to. What a giver you wow. are. 25% of a parent. Well, that's just I know. Awesome. Uh -huh. I know. You raised you so well. She's letting you be around your granddaughter that much. Uh -huh. She's truly wow. a giver. Yeah, Honestly, truly. such a gift. Wow. Yes. I'm done with you. Yes. All right. Is that it? That's you only all, had one? Oh, we got. You only have oh, one? Yeah, wow. just the one. Just the one. It was about pregnancy. It's that amazing. One. That one it? was easy. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh-huh. Sorry. Incredible. Well, well there, was, um, there was a really stupid one. Oh, don't bother. That, that I could I could quickly... Mom's like, quickly. it's dumb. Just don't. Yeah. Would you rather fight a horse-sized baby or a hundred baby-sized horses? <laughs> oh, this isn't stupid at all. This is great. All right. Uh... <laughs> That's like fighting like a... A hundred... Wait. A fight a horse-sized you... baby... Or a hundred baby size horses. Oh, for oh, sure. A hundred baby size horses. The baby. Yeah. No, I say no. the Wait, baby. I'm going with the baby. The, the horse size baby. The horse size baby. I'm yeah. going with a the other baby one. The size of a horse. Yes. <clears throat> what What can a baby do, though? Like, ho uh, little horses can. I mean, there's hundreds of them. Just a hundred babies. Baby yes, sized horses. They're like little tiny little horses. You can I was kick say, them you out of the how way. Big a baby is. It's like, it's like fighting Hank with hooves. Yeah. <laughs> oh, exactly. Hank. I'm taking 100 horses or 100 I, baby, really? uh, So 100 I hear horses. you guys on the large yeah. baby because it's going to be pretty uncoordinated. I'm right. worried about the strength when you make it to scale like that because a horse is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm I not saying I want to fight a horse. I think you're. I think what you're. I think you're taking it and making it a horse that just happens to be a baby. No, this is a baby that's just big. 
It's just yes. a big baby. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. It's, yeah. a baby, it's a baby, a baby the size of a like a Clydesdale. But right. babies aren't coordinated. But they if he kicks you one time like... and gets lucky, it could knock you out. I guess that's the thing. They move erratically, so it's hard to have a fight plan for the baby because its movements are really uncoordinated. It's going to get a little bit of strength when you scale, and I feel like at that size, it's going to be able to take a lot of damage. It's only a 100-pound baby. I mean, right? Uh, a horse, horse is, no, a horse is a, like a ton. A horse? No, a, horse. a baby. Oh, no, it's a baby-sized, uh, it's a horse, a baby the size of a, a horse. Is it a 100-pound baby, or is no, it? No, it's what are we doing the 100 we're getting 100 pounds. from? A baby the is, baby's going to weigh anywhere, like a, the baby's going to weigh like anywhere tons. from 1,500 to 2,200 pounds. The, baby, the baby's going to be a ton, a 2,000-pound baby. What the fuck baby. is a 100-pound baby? What's a, a hundred you, pound you ever baby. seen a 100-pound horse? Well, what are you, what are you doing here? Little Sebastian. It would be Little Sebastian. Good point. Good point, Mike. Yeah. I'm done. I'm so done. Hundred pounds. I'm just curious oh. where you got a hundred pounds from. I got the. I from the hundred horses. I thought that it. Forget it. <laughs> it's time to end this. By sticking my head up a bull's ass, but you just asked the butcher. butcher. It's got to be your. It's got to be your bull. Oh, oh my god okay i'm done all right i'll be good as always um make sure we are now just somebody uh, said what about the horse size baby shits <laughs> oh my Whoa. god that's what wow. i thought actually yo imagine wow. having a, imagine having a cl- a 2200 pound baby shit oh <laughs> i mean give me this think about how big ones. a horse poops already and now you have a human a horse-sized human pooping, pooping. what would be hu- it's just that's terrifying wow that <laughs> is terrifying oh my god uh. um by the way All we right. are just a couple weeks out now from the uh gola <laughs> subpar classic so uh if you can't make it uh everyone make sure you head over to golickfamilyfoundation.com we've got some merch for sale which will go towards the charities that the foundation benefits um you can also check out altru.com. That's A-L-L-T-R-O-O.com slash Golic. We have got a giveaway going on over there, a trip to Ireland to see Notre Dame play um, Navy in Dublin. So you can go and enter and rally to help um, there and have a chance to win tickets over there. You can check all the information out at altru, A-L-L-T-R-O-O.com slash Golic. Uh, and we'll also have, as we get closer, the silent auction items, uh, as we did last year, that will be up and available online for everybody, no matter where you are, to potentially bid on. So if you can't be in there to check out any of the live auction items in person or be there for the festivities, obviously we would love to have you, but you can still help from afar. And again, uh, each year we pick four charities from the South Bend area that all of this money will go and benefit uh, to try and help out the areas around Notre Dame. Mom, did I miss anything? No, it, it, you kind of repeated. Yeah, yeah. When you we were off at one time, when you were off, yeah, but, we, we did all that. But, but you know what? You did a cleaner. You, than you did we a did. better job than we did. You did so. better than we did. Yeah, so. that's why we let you double go. pub. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good double job. pub. Well done. Can't yeah. pub it enough because remember, it's for charity. And we have just Whoa. seen the mock-ups of some of the cool items that are going to be a part of this year's Golux Subpar Classic that we'll be able to show you when we get around that weekend. And, buddy, we there are some tournaments that may have more famous high-profile guests. There are some tournaments that may raise more money overall because they have grown in size and scale. 
I promise there is not a tournament that does merchandise to help the cause better than we are doing it right now. And that much we can hang our heads on. Uh, as always, make sure you download, subscribe, rate, and review. Leave us a five-star rating. Check out the Star in Advance YouTube page and subscribe there as well. Thanks so much. We're sorry in advance. I'm not.